everyone. Welcome back to the BS Report with Scott and Brady, uh, where we break down the Packers' injuries and give our BS takes on the week ahead for the Packers. Uh, the Packers uh, won week three in New Orleans um, and play at Lambeau against the Falcons uh, on Monday night. Scott, how you doing? I'm well, thank you. How you doing? Not too bad. Uh, I guess we get right into the, the injuries. On the Packers front, I think everybody's hoping that Devontae Adams can return, but he's still listed as questionable. Uh, Kenny Clark, I think, would be the other big piece that we're looking to see if he can get back on the field, especially against that uh, high-flying Falcons offense. Yeah, so, I mean, you'd love to – I don't know if – you know, I guess it just depends how well they're doing, but, boy, we have the bye next week, and if you can – you can sneak uh, those guys through one more week, um, and then give them another two weeks to to heal. Boy, they should—you'd hope they would be good to go for the rest of the season. So, but um, at the same point, if they're if they're ready to go, then then so be it. But um, you know, that's a bit of a concern for mine for this week is that it's kind of a trap game a little bit. Um, it certainly could be, and I mean. The Falcons, you look at the first three weeks, they're 0-3. Yeah. They should have probably won at least two of those three. Right. Uh, I mean, historically, no team has ever given up those those leads. I think it was greater than 15-point leads that they had going into the to the second half. Um, it hadn't happened in history, and they did it in back-to-back weeks. Right, so. and, they, and, and then it's everybody, you know, those are professional athletes and they have pride and everybody's on them. And so they're going to get a little bit of a chip on their shoulder. And, you know, Green Bay's game back from the bye is, um, is uh, the Buccaneers, you know, so at Tampa Bay. So, you know, I may be looking a little forward. So I'm, I'm just a little, we can get into it later, you know, just a little apprehensive this week about, um, about this game. And then, you know, my attitude is, boy, can we sneak those guys <laughs> through for, yeah. for one more week to give them another week of rest. So. Um, I yeah. mean, you've got to be a little bit worried. I mean, so the thing about the the Falcons, right, is their defense is bad. Um, and I don't know if they have any key injuries on defense. I know they had one of their guys that they had to put on IR, I think, earlier in the season. I could be wrong about that. But, um, yeah, the, um, yeah. T- today, uh, since the game is on Monday, I don't think the Packers or the Falcons have listed their injury reports on their website as of yet for week four. Um, so we're, we're trying to go off of, uh, CBS here. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you would hope that our offense would be able to keep up against their offense considering how well we've played. And I was right. watching some, uh, some film breakdown that one of the guys from the NFL network was doing, um, for us against, uh, the saints, um, and how we're kind of the looks that we're giving defenses, they're, they're not able to really pick up on what we're doing until it's too late. And um, as good as Rodgers has been, he's been able to hit some open guys because of, uh, you know, how, how well uh, yeah. they've been schemed open. So Yeah, you've um, seen some of those shots from the, you know, when they show you kind of from the end zone, mm-hmm. you know, and whether the play is a run or it's a pass because yeah. everything looks identical. Yep. The defense flows that way. I mean, I think I could potentially even complete a couple of those passes uh, <laughs> as wide open as like uh, the tight end kind of coming back across the grain is. Yeah, which is awesome. I love to see it. I love that we're we're scheming guys open. You yeah. know, I, we talked a little bit about it last week. That I just it's a it's a fun offense to watch. I mean, it's it's enjoyable. <laughs> and and don't get me wrong. Like we don't want to 
not give Aaron Rodgers his due credit because he's been awesome. And and on one of the clips, he, they were just talking about a it was a third and two, um, and it was a run pass option that Aaron Rodgers had to give the ball to Adams to run it to the right, um, or he could throw the uh, wide receiver screen um, to the left of the field. Um, and they just showed how perfectly he placed it to Lazard for like a four-yard play. But if he doesn't place that, right. he doesn't have time to get the blocks. You know, they get around the blocks, and he's not able to get the first down. Right. Um, so it's still cool how they're they're melding all of the talents yeah. um, that we have on the offensive side of the ball. And I, so. I and I couldn't throw the fifty-yard rainbow. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> out of string. Uh, yeah. or, well, he just rainbows it in. They were. I don't know what I was watching. They were. Excuse me. <clears throat> they were talking about that, about how like him and Russell Wilson throw the ball so high that it, it allows, it's almost like they said the wide receiver can play like a center fielder oh. uh, and make it look like it's right on target. He can speed up, slow down, and make those passes look so seamless like it's right on target, but it's just like a, a center fielder shake and a, an outfield you know, can of corn pop-up, basically. Well, I'd like to see more of those. And uh, obviously, Lazard had a big week. And um, I thought our tight ends, yeah. you know, I, I was critical of our tight ends uh, from week two, dropping a few balls. But I think both tight ends played really well. And we get back to that, uh, how good our offense looks and um, how those runs and passes look very similar until the last second. Some of those tight ends are just wide open because some of those linebackers or those safeties um, are all playing the run and then all of a sudden the tight ends behind them and they're wide open. Yeah, no, like uh, Sternenberger, you know, finally caught the ball and hopefully that gives yep. him some confidence because I mean, in college, that's what he was, you know, yeah. I mean, he was kind of so um, hopefully he'll stop even in the post game press conference, you know, I, Rogers, you know, I specifically called him out. So hopefully that gives him some confidence and uh, moving forward because I mean, I think that's what he was drafted for was yeah. to, to catch the ball. So I think, you know, the big, big part, of this week um, to not fall into that trap is going to be our defense probably coming up with a few turnovers, to be quite honest, um, just enough to, to swing the momentum, give the offense the ball back. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Atlanta drove on us a little bit um, in those, you know, getting a key interception or a key uh, fumble recovery, maybe the difference in um, giving us that extra possession, keeping them from scoring. Um, a big guy that would help us do that is Christian Kirksey. He is uh, listed as doubtful for week four against Atlanta. Um, Kenny Clark is questionable. Um, Hopefully, the, yep. You know. I, I don't think uh, Kirksey's going to be out, I think, for a, a, a few weeks, I think it sounded like, with yeah. a shoulder injury. Yep. Um, Maybe like an AC sprain or uh, or something like that. You would think. Or, yeah. Um, I mean, Gary's listed on here as questionable, but I think he'll play. Yeah. And then they are. Um, hopefully, they're getting for me Camille uh, Martin, the rookie from Minnesota. Yep. Who looked really good. They they think he might be back. Um, he had a meniscus issue, mm -hmm. and so. Um, I'm that, I'm excited to see him. I was excited to see him before. Yeah. It sounded like he had a really good camp. Right. Um. And so you want to see. Um, I mean, we really just need some playmakers in the middle of the field, right? Um, yep. As good as our – I don't think our safeties have been great through three weeks, and I don't think anybody in the middle of the field um, has been great other than Kirksey, you know, getting some stops and things like that. But I don't think he's been disruptive by any means, uh, causing them to, to have – any of the teams to have issues in the run game. Yeah. Um, 
That's going to be, I mean, that's going to be an issue for us, I think. Yeah. I think we're going to have to outscore everybody. Yeah. Um, but, you know, as far as, like, defense is concerned, like, I think, like, you look at the Atlanta team that went to the Super Bowl and, um, you know, had that terrible loss to the Patriots with them giving up all those points. That that defense didn't really gel till like, you know, week 10, 11, 12, and then all of a sudden they got hot. I could see that happening with this Packers team. You know, they've got a lot of young guys still yeah. um, on the defense, and, and potentially they come into their own, um, and then maybe we just we figure out a way to, to stop a little bit more of the run. I mean, the big concern there is I don't think we have a lot of depth on the defensive line. Yeah, no, that, uh, yeah, no, I agree. I mean, hopefully getting Kenny Clark back and then um, – Kirksey, 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 yeah, okay. yeah. Um, I look forward. Right, I thought he had a good game. Work, um, yeah. Kiki, Kiki, that's it. Thank you. Yeah, that's who he did have a pretty good yeah. game on the D line. Yeah, yeah. Kingsley, Kingsley, Kiki. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> they both incredibly similar. If yeah, you flip their first and last names. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I thought he had a good game. Uh, Montavious Adams played okay, better. I mean, hopefully those guys, uh, you know, can, can start to uh, produce a little bit. The one injury that might help us out this week on the other side uh, of the field there is uh, Julio Jones right. might still be unable to participate. It would be obviously helpful for us for how dangerous he can be. But, um, you know, the, the, yeah. the Falcons have a lot of weapons too. Yeah, um, no. Or even with him out, um, they've got Todd Gurley yeah. running the ball really well last week. So hopefully we can stop him. Um, Although, the, yeah, and uh, yeah, and Jones has got a hamstring, so it's just I think similar to um, yeah. Adams for us, you know. So you uh, you had mentioned earlier this week that we should add a segment. We should do player of the week. We should each have a player of the week. So I propose that we do two things. I think we give a player of the week for last week, and then we do a prediction for oh, a player of the week. I like this it. This coming week. So I like it. Why don't you start us off with your player of the week from the game against the Saints? Here's this week's players of the week. Um. Well, I just referenced him. My player of the week is Kingsley Kiki from last week. I just he had two sacks with um, Kenny Clark being out. You know, somebody needed to step up and provide a little bit of interior pass rush, and uh, he did that. So he's my player of the week. So mine's an easy one, and it's a little bit of a cop out because of his stats. Um, but I think it's got to be Alan Lazard for me. Yeah. Um, you know, I was. I, I watched a little bit of that breakdown, and I think the impressive thing more than making those catches, making those long plays, um, being the go-to guy this week, um, was he's so big that he's a bit, he, has, he has ability to block in the passing um, in the passing game, and or not the passing game, the running game. Yeah. Um, and some of those looks that they were giving on the end zone, they, they were lining him up almost as a tight end yeah, would. He's, yeah. So um, – He did – Oh, sorry. Yes. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, like the the ability to use a wide receiver like that and uh, give looks like he might be a tight end, but then all of a sudden he's out in the flat, uh, wide open is is a, just a big. It, it's nice to have, and it's a fun piece that I think Lafleur is going to continue to yep. scheme into the offense. Yep. So I agree. Yeah, totally. Yep. 
So if you have a, I, I know I didn't give you any heads up on this, but if you had to, uh, who is going to be the MVP of this week? I'll go with, um, I think we're going to run the ball. I'm going to just, I'm going to, this is, I'll do Aaron Jones. That's I think fair. we'll run the ball. A couple of touchdowns. He's going to catch three, four passes for 50, 60 yards. Have 100 yards rushing and two scores. Um, I'm going to go with Robert Tanyan. I think he's going to have another big week. I think he was really important in uh, the game last game, and I think they're going to, as, as Rodgers gets more um, confidence in those young tight ends, um, I think he'll be and end up throwing more to Sternberger. I think he'll end up throwing more to Tanyan. Um, you saw uh, who's our other tight end? Oh, Mercedes Lewis, Lewis. Yeah. Get, a, get a touchdown pass. Um, I don't think his uh, – Do you think he pushed off? I didn't think so. I didn't. I really didn't. I mean, think I know so. I'm, I'm a homer. Exactly. But I, I didn't. I did not think he. They were arm fighting all the way down there, and he didn't. He just. He gave us. You know, he didn't extend to well, push they, him away. They were talking about like him getting separation, but yeah. I didn't even see the guy move. Yeah. I, or stop his momentum right, for, for that. Yeah. That you know, I think the only thing you could have argued is that potentially his knee might have been down before he got in the end zone. Yeah. No. And even then, it was too close to call. I agree. Yeah, no, so. they were saying did he push off, and I again, I I'm the I'm a total homer, but I really I try to view some of those things with a neutral neutral glasses, and I just I'm like, no, I don't see it. I didn't yeah. I didn't I didn't see it. So I thought it was a, a great play, good catch. Um, I think from on the defensive side of the ball, you know, I think there's a potential for like a Rashawn Gary to have a big week this week. Um, I know, you know Matt Ryan's had a couple turnovers um, this year, and I think you could see Gary causing some problems in the backfield. And, you know, we've seen him kind of slowly get more playing time this year, and as a result, he's uh, yeah, no. it's paid off a little bit. Yeah. I, they, not the, against the Saints, um, I don't think as imp impactful as he was against um, Detroit, but you're mm -hmm. just going to have weeks like that. No, he's definitely on the field more. And you and I talked about it last year. We weren't, you know – a hundred percent behind that, that pick. Yeah. Uh, but he's, you know, he's definitely made a big jump from year one to year two. So yeah. that's awesome. I mean, the, I'm happy to be wrong about those things. Ex exactly. <laughs> I think the only other thing with like the draft is always like who was available at the time. And I, I would have to look back to see, um, you know, who else around that, you know, draft area, you know, within three or four picks of him yeah. each way, uh, I, you know. The one for me that I remember was that Montez uh, Sweet or Sweat yeah. out of, I think, Texas A&M. Yep. That was the guy like, oh, when they was, he was still available and the Packers had the pick. Yep. I was kind of like, oh, awesome. We're going to get this guy to rush the passer. Um, and so I, he's, who's he with Washington, I think, maybe? I think so. And I don't know how he's doing. I, I haven't paid close enough attention to Washington. To, we'll have to, yeah, I'll have to check out. We'll have to check it out, and we'll get back to you next week. The Washington football team. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. So uh, next up, we've got our hot takes for week four. What do you got? Oh, I don't have anything. I think it's your turn okay. for the hot takes. Well, we'll do it. We'll do a hot take every other Every other week, that's fair. Yeah. I I've got I've got one this week. Um, I, well, I don't know if it's a hot take. You tell me if it's a hot take. Uh, I think going forward, 
Um, I think the Packers only lose two games this year, and I think they win the NFC. That's a hot take. Is that a hot take? Definitely. So my thought process behind this, and again, obviously I'm a homer. I'm hoping that we we have the best record in the NFC so we can get home field advantage. That would be awesome. Not sure how much it'll home field advantage will matter this year. Yeah. But that being said, um, I'm just looking at schedules here. Yeah. Um, you know, I think there's a potential like that we could lose to like a Tampa Bay, um, even though I, I like us in that game. Yeah, I, I like too. us this week um, as yep. well. It's just I don't see anybody on the schedule that's like really like the Eagles are bad this year. Yeah. And um, uh, Colt, a tough game. I'm just, uh, you know, at San Francisco, at Indianapolis, the Colts are playing pretty well. Yeah, um, I, Tennessee at home because they they got Derrick Henry and can run the ball pretty well. But yeah. no, I, I that's a that's definitely a hot take, yeah. Brady. And and I don't, I mean Tennessee's been, I think Tennessee's a good team, but I don't think they've been playing lights out. But maybe I mean that's their brand of football. Yeah. Um, I just I don't know. I think we only lose two more games. Wow, I, I fourteen mean, and two. Yeah, I'm not sure where the two losses come from, but that's, I I I like the way we've been playing. Yeah, it's and they're fun. Like they're actually like. Yeah, They're fun to watch. I enjoy it watching was, it this. It was a game. little bit of a grind last year. Yeah, just yeah. well, that two years in particular uh, for me. Like last year, I I knew a new coach, new offense. Like I wasn't, but this year, I think you're seeing the, you know, two years together basically, or a season together. So I just, um, I I think you know it's the new brand of offense in the NFL, and um, with with everything, you know, all the pre-snap motions and things like that, and I just think we're so talented everywhere on offense and our offensive line has been playing so good so it's like barring injuries to like huge pieces like obviously if Rodgers goes down you know for whatever reason that's not going to happen but I think we could I mean we can take more wide receiver injuries because that you know yeah the offense it's built to yeah yeah, I, yeah totally I agree so, and even at running back like if Jones were to go down for a little bit I'm pretty – I mean, although they're not Aaron Jones, I'm confident in the next two guys up. Yeah, Williams right? – every time Williams gets in, he just does good things. Yeah. I mean, he really does. Um, probably a little underappreciated. Probably, yeah. Yeah, no, it was it, – yeah, they're – again, they're just – they've been – it's been enjoyable watching them. Even the Gila game is in and of itself is, you know, like last week you're nervous, but yeah. they're still fun to – Fun to watch. Yeah, and my thing is with with the other teams in the NFC that we might be facing, right, is like C Seattle, as good as they've been, their division is way, way harder than ours. Yeah. Um, I, I think the Bears are, you know, it's 3-0. and It's not a convincing 3-0. and Yeah, they unless, could be 1-2. and Unless Foles absolutely lights it up in the next few weeks before we eventually face them. I mean, the Vikings look terrible. Um the Lions got to win against the Cardinals, but yeah. I, I think Kyler Murray had an off game. Yeah. You know, you got to give some credit to Detroit, yep. I guess, but I'm not really scared of facing them again. Um, so I just that that's kind of like what in went into yeah. that, that take. Like, that's a that's a hot take. And no one, no one from the NFC East is going to challenge us. They're, no, all, they're that's, awful. That's all a hot pile of garbage. Um, and then you've got the NFC South, which. Um, as good as Tampa might be, as good as New Orleans might be, um, Carolina's bad. Yeah, Carolina's bad. They're they're going to have some losses, I think, in there. Um, so I I I just think we're going to end up on top. I hope we do. 
Um, it'll be beneficial for us in the playoffs, especially if maybe we can get some fans back. Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely, I think, I think we'll win the division. Um, I mean, I think, I think 12 and four will win the division. Sure. Um, but yeah, that, no, that's, I would lo love nothing more to see it. Well, where, I mean, where do you think our losses are coming from? That's, that's what I couldn't like. Yeah, I'm that's where at San Francisco, especially if, well, they're, they're beat up and they lost Joey Boza super, for the season. Super beat up. And, and it's not the same defense that absolutely crapped on us. Yeah. We've got a better offense. Yeah. I understand that our, they might run all over us. That, yeah. that, you know, that could happen again, obviously. Yeah. But at Indianapolis, that's going to be a tough They're playing well. Jonathan I mean, they're Taylor. playing well, but it's like, oh. Who have they played? Yeah. Who, yeah. Have they, who have they beaten? Yeah. I don't know. And Philip Rivers, I think, is on the downside. And he oh. always manages to throw have, three picks. Yeah, exactly. So I, it just doesn't scare me. I guess Tennessee a little bit scares me, just the, the brand of football they play and how yeah. good their defense could potentially be. Yeah. But And Derrick Henry running the ball down your throat. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, that's, and yeah. I just think that it's more likely that the Packers will have one or two stinkers in there against – you know, teams that we might not expect to lose against. I hope it's not against division rivals. Like, I hope it's not the Bears. Um, yeah, there's nothing worse. Exactly. So, well, uh, I think it should be uh, a fun game on Monday night. Your prediction? Um, uh, on a score? Mm -hmm. I have no idea. I, it's going to be a high-scoring game. I, I, I think it's going to be something like, you know, 42 to 37 or something like that. Yeah, I can I, see that happening. Yeah, I, me too. Totally. I would say I think we win by ten, though. I'll say. I wonder. Twenty-eight, thirty-eight. I wonder what the over/under is for this game. Um, yeah, I think we win by ten. And yeah. Um. So we're we're favored by seven and a half points. Um, the over-under is 58. So it's over. So take the Packers in the over, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you think seven and a half is too much? I don't. I, I think we win by 10. Okay. I, yeah. I, I think we, yeah. I mean, I think the Falcons are bad. Do you see? I don't. I don't think there's. I just think. Well, did you see? So we can talk about this for that. Like I totally blasted them, their special team coach, yes. when they did that to yep. the Cowboys. Yep. But when the Saints did that to us, and I, wa I actually watched it live, that yep. watermelon onside kick. That's scary. Yeah, like Green Bay's doing exactly what the what the Falcons did, standing around waiting for whether it's going to go ten yards or not, and then all their players are. I think. I, Part part of the fear, right, is that thing is like scrolling yeah. around so much that if you jump on exactly. it and you touch it, then the other team can go on. Right, it, right? exactly. So, so I, I blasted them last week, like, oh, what are they doing on special teams? Did anybody yeah. coach them up or whatever? But when I watched the Saints do it to the Packers, I was like, Woof, I wouldn't want to jump on that thing. Now, I mean, interesting, I guess, maybe slightly interesting conversation, right? When, when they had the onside kicks where they were um, trying to hit the pop ball on the pop it up, you had a hands team, right? That's what you yep. call you call it the hands team for the onside kicks. Yep. Is that the same team you're going for? Are are you putting in uh, a few guys that not big guys, but maybe like your your linebacking core or something like that in there, just to be a little bit stronger? Yeah, um, knowing that you're gonna have to fight for some of those balls, uh, maybe on the bottom of a pile now. I mean, those guys like so. Yeah, good point. I maybe. I mean, so they those guys were usually the front guys, maybe anyways to go. Yeah. Because their their job was to go stop the guys, 
right? Yep. And I mean, I know the the infamous uh, onside kick against Seattle in the championship game. Um, who was Bostic, right? Was that the tight oh, end? Yeah. Yeah. Right? There's sure all your all your just upset all our listeners. Um, but when they, they those guys were all told before you when when they went out, you know, they're like, unless your name is Micah Hyde or Jordy Nelson, we don't want you trying to field this. Yep. Go block the guy. Go stop the guys from coming in. Yep. Um, and he clearly didn't listen didn't and that cost that him his career and cost the special teams coach's job. But, <laughs> but, um, but you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, maybe they are going to have to come with a different strategy with this, but I, it, I wouldn't want to jump on that ball. No, it's spinning around. And to your point, like you're worried as you get on it, it's going to spin away from you and you got three guys on the opposing team ready to pounce on it. Yeah. So, you know, actually who I'd have out there is Kenny Clark. <laughs> You know, as yeah. big as he is, like yeah. he's just an athletic dude that yeah. is big and is just like he's he's got the wrestling background, you know. Yeah, put all the or all the to your point, put all the tight ends. Yeah, out yeah. there, the bigger yep. guys that can that do have that hand hand eye coordination hand-eye. or whatever. But yeah, no, it's I, I when I watched it, I was like, well, I shouldn't be so harsh on uh, on the Falcons <laughs> special teams well, coach because okay, it was okay. But here's where you can be harsh on the Falcons. I mean, that was terrible. I'm surprised Dan Quinn still has a job to this point. I think they're probably going to wait till they're by. Well, why not just wait till the end of the year? I just don't. I mean, that's got to be a you know, thank you very much for all you've done. Thanks for getting us to the Super Bowl. But you can't you can't you, close the deal. You well, I mean, a that's a, that's an that's it was a historic loss in the Super Bowl, a. So, but you got to the Super Bowl, so you're not going to fire your coach. Yeah, you're zero three in the season. Granted, it's a weird season, maybe. But yeah, but yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I hear what you're saying. But I mean, that's just, I mean, just from like a bad juju perspective. I don't like. He just get like, it going. we need to try something else. I think that stuff is a hangover some teams. I think Green Bay never, ever with McCarthy recovered, and I'm going to bring it back up again, that Seattle championship game. I think if they go win the Super Bowl, which I think they would have done, again, Homer, Homer point of view, yeah. but if they go win the Super Bowl with that, it's Mike McCarthy's probably still our head coach. Well, it, I mean, and maybe yeah. innovated and did whatever, but I, I really think that, that that loss, like they never – they just they they lost their mojo, they lost their confidence, they lost whatever, um, and that's why now you got a new coach and 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 you're seeing a you know obviously a different offense and that's fun to watch, but uh, that's probably what happened to Atlanta. I just think they just it just is such a demoral demoral uh, demoralizing. Thank you. Yep. Uh, word. Uh, thank you. Uh, loss that. They just, some teams just don't re- recover from it, and you almost need a cha- you need a whole new coaching staff, GM, everybody to bring that in there just to have a new a new beginning, you know, and, fresh and I, start. And I think that's like that. That's kind of my thoughts on Atlanta. It's like you you just you clean house a little bit. They've got talent there. That's yeah. the thing. The defense needs a little bit of love, right? Yeah. But so does ours. So right. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, I I don't think he's gonna make it through the season or through the. He won't be here next year. Dan yeah. Quinn won't. But I, I just, I don't know about firing a guy midseason. I don't know what it does for your team. I just, I, I just like the, you look at the talent on their team. It's like you still have time potentially to turn it around, though. Who? But it, I mean, well, that's a good point. I, you know, in a weird NFC South where the Saints are one and two. I mean, you're not that far back. Yeah. 
that's my that's my thinking. Yeah. I, I, yeah. No, it's I I don't disagree. So. Yeah, we can disagree on stuff. Yeah. It actually makes for better conversation. Yes. <laughs> to be quite honest. I wouldn't fire. I wouldn't. I wouldn't fire my coach. The only like I didn't mind when they fired McCarthy because every press conference he would have had to deal with for those remaining weeks would have been. Yeah. Uh, do you think you've done enough to save your job? Do you think you've done enough? And they already knew that he was gone. So maybe maybe do that with Quinn. Um, I haven't necessarily been impressed with the McCarthy in Dallas though. Man, it doesn't look like you know he took his time and and really took a look at the NFL and where it's going and innovated. It, they're running the same stuff that they were running in Green Bay. And it's it gets kind of stale. I don't. It I, relies so much on the talent that you have on their team, and granted, they're talented. But yeah, I haven't wa- I haven't watched any of their games yet, so I can't speak to what his offense looks like. I somebody sent me their his press conference, so a little clip of his, his press conference after they got beaten. It was the other than him having a mask on. It was the, <laughs> it was the same thing, just talking about like fundamentals and pad level and whatnot so anyways Wisconsin high school yeah, football so we, gotta, talk. we gotta get back to fundamentals gotta uh, have better pad level gotta tackle better well we have to tackle better oh wrap up I mean yeah Jair uh Alexander just um you know he uh he just needed to wrap up there you know basically it's just he just ran his shoulder into him and the I think, was it Redmond maybe missed the first tackle? You know, just be under control. So that's all coachable stuff. So it's embarrassing, though, right? When that I was have it's just like, oh, my goodness, you guys, come on. Yeah. And, I mean, we stop them there. It's not even a close game then. No. Yeah. So and then they had a third and 15 that they gave up to. That was a bit frustrating. I think that yeah. was uh, to uh, to Kamara as well. I mean, he's a good back. Yeah. And, and if I just were Breeze, too, I wouldn't. Yeah. I would just be like, here, go. Yeah. Just keep going. Go make it a off. play. Yep. Yep. So, all right, well, uh, hopefully Packers have success yep. against uh, Atlanta here in, on Monday night, then get a little bit of a bye and hopefully can get uh, really healthy for the rest of the season. It is nice that we see Tampa right after that bye. Right. Um, so go Pack Go. Scott, right. have a good weekend. Thank you. And this week's show sponsored by Freedom Physical Therapy for all your physical therapy needs. That is true. We don't want to forget our sponsors. Um, help us. Help you. Enjoy more freedom, however you define it. (laughs) All right. Have a wonderful week. This podcast is brought to you by Freedom Physical Therapy Services, providing one-on-one comprehensive physical and occupational therapy services, including women's health, chronic pain treatment, TMJ, and more. With four locations in Fox Point, Grafton, Brookfield, and McGuanago, Wisconsin, More information at freedompt.com.